Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow. Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Hello, everybody. God bless you today. This is Susan Puzio, and we want to welcome you to the Prophetic News radio broadcast, and we have a special guest for you today. We have Brenda Johnson of As the Day Approaches on Blog Talk Radio, and our topic is Palestine, the Palestinians, who are the Palestinians, and uh, the nation of Israel. How does all this relate to the end times, to uh, World War Three? the Antichrist, and uh, what awaits the church in the future. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be bringing Brenda on in a few moments. And I just want to remind you that we broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. We also have a YouTube channel, and that channel is Jonah for Tom 48 and uh, I'll be putting up in the next few weeks a new YouTube channel Prophetic News TV so I want you to tune in for that also we have a website propheticnews.com and uh, there's so many great articles there that I know will bless you I also want to let you know that The chat room is open if you have any comments or questions. This is also a live call-in program, and you can call in and uh, talk to either Brenda or myself, and that number is 914-338-1638. So uh, also I wanted to recommend a very good article. It's on... um, Zola Levitt's website, and um, it's an article about the uh, history of Palestine uh, as it relates to Jerusalem, uh, which I think you will find very informative, because in the Bible, and I like the King James Version, uh, there there's only one mention of uh, Palestine, and uh, that's in Joel 3, verse 4. And Palestine uh, was inhabited by the Philistines, and it was a coastal town, so it wasn't actually ever the nation of Israel as the the current Palestinians would uh, like you to believe. But... uh, it, it really is amazing, isn't it, how there's so much attention, uh, how Israel is basically the focus of attention of the world. It's a small country. Uh, they say not not any bigger than uh, the state of Rhode Island. And yet <laughs> there's always so much controversy. Just imagine that you're living in your town. Now, I'm living in my town. There's uh, over 100,000 people in this town that I live in, and and uh, say, for instance, my neighbors decide, well, we're, uh, we're Russians, and uh, you're Polish, but we want, we want to own half of this community, um, and just imagine that people just started fighting over your neighborhood and your town, 
because they, for some reason they can't live in peace. But we're going to find out why can't the Muslims or the Muslims, the followers of Mohammed, uh, live in peace with their neighbors. What's that all about? To me, it's a very, uh, <laughs> very curious situation. But uh, Jesus Christ himself said that he weeps over Jerusalem. And uh, you can find that scripture in Luke 19:41. I'm going to read some of that to you. Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that, if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy, pe- unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. For the day shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee around, and keep thee in on every side. And shall they... And shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee. And they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. And it goes on to say, And he went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought, saying unto them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer but ye have made it a den of thieves. So Jesus Christ himself wept over Jerusalem. And uh, in the days ahead, I expect that we're going to see more and more focus on the nation of Israel. And um, Brenda, she's done quite a bit of studying on um Mohammed, the Muslims, she's very, very well informed, one of the best I've heard on the subject, and I'm going to bring her on right now. Hi, Brenda. Hello, how are you this today? Wonderful, wonderful. It's finally starting to uh, cool off here in the beautiful state of Florida. It's about 78 today, gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's getting a little bit nippy here in the middle of the states, uh, Missouri. But uh, yeah, well. I went, I went to celebrate Sukkot last night, the Jewish Messianic uh, celebration of the 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 booth, uh, oh. the Feast of Tabernacles, and we did it outside. It was in the 40s, so it was a bit cold. Oh, so, uh, yeah. So my uh, children got cold. We got cold. So we didn't stay for the whole thing, but it was really <laughs> nice to be able to do it. Uh, yeah. They had a fire and everything, but we weren't near the fire. So, and, you know. Yeah, it always, uh, I always thought that if there was one place I would ever like to live, um, it would be Israel. And uh, I don't know why I, I, I have that in my heart that uh, someday, I've never been there. Uh, I wish I would have gone, but uh, I've never been either. Nope, I've never been. I really desire to. Yeah, that would be wonderful. So uh, I also uh, see that we have another caller on the line. I'm going to check and see who's calling. Hello? Hello? You You probably have me on the line, but I did not put my hand up. Oh, <laughs> However, since, since you have me on the line, hello, ladies. Hello. Um, just been listening. I like to call in instead of listening through the through the BTR website because it's just much clearer and better. Yes. Okay. So, do you have a question before we get started, or uh, do you want to come back on well, in, the, in a few minutes with a question? Actually, I'll listen for a while and then I'll have a question. I'm sure. Okay. Then. So, All right then. Thank so, you, I don't. I don't see it on my switchboard where you have to put your uh, 
your hand up. But. Well, <laughs> when I push the if I push the one, it'll put a little hand up saying, "Pick me." Pick oh, me. is that it? No. Okay, yeah, then. yeah, I've seen right. that. I have seen that. So I haven't seen it for a little while, but I've seen it. So. Well, see, they have they have the new. If I do, just uh, hold on or call back. Okay. All right. Uh, So, um, Brenda. Wow. Yeah. What is your What is your take on this whole situation in the nation of Israel? Um, What is going on with the so-called Palestinian state? Well, I kind of want to want to start off with a quote from a, one of the books I have been reading. is a great book. I've been saying this on my show. It's called Jerusalem Rushing Toward the Midnight Hour by Robert Smith. It's one of those obscure books that you just don't ever hear about, but I found it at a Christian redeemed bookstore, like a secondhand bookstore, and it just yeah. said Jerusalem what on it. What is the name of it again? It's called Jerusalem Rushing Toward the Midnight Hour by Robert okay. Smith. And, and I've never heard of him before, and uh, yes, it's been a very good, informative book, but he says the West Bank, or in biblical terms, the mountains of Israel, or Judea, or, and Samaria has become the defining event of our time. No issue has caught the world's attention like the Palestinian issue and the resulting terrorism in Israel since World War II. The longer it goes, The more diplomats try to solve the problem, no matter whether it be the United States, the UN, the UE, Russia, or the Muslim states such as Egypt or Saudi Arabia, the situation only gets worse. And that is exactly what we see is happening. Now, this particular book was written in um, 2004. So this is actually something we are seeing displayed before our very eyes today in this day, and this is 2011. Um, it is a, a very interesting topic. It is exciting and, and um, perplexing all at the same time, I think. Um, I loved your quote by Zola Levitt, what he said about um, Palestine, but I have something that I really want to share today about who the Palestinians really are and also about um, where the name Palestine actually came from. I know it's the Philistines, but why did the whole area become uh, named Palestine? Where did that come from? Uh, yeah. That, yeah, you have to step back in history a little bit to find out where exactly that came from. But it actually came from Rome. And, yes, um, right. Yeah. Yes, I just learned that fact uh, just a few moments ago when I was doing some research. That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and it, that it came, came from Rome. <laughs> the Catholic Church. <laughs> well, it came from a, a Roman emperor. Um, he actually did it. And um, uh, what happened is that uh, there was a revolt after the uh, temple was destroyed in 70 A.D., there is a, yeah. a person by the name of Bar Kochba. I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly, but he is a Jew, and he was claimed to be the Messiah. There was a lot of them rising oh. up. Uh-huh. He claimed to be wow. the Messiah. The leading uh, priest of the city of Jews, the Jews were not out of palace, out of uh, you know Israel at that time, even though. In 70 AD, the temple was destroyed, and the Jews were still there, pretty yeah. much for the most. Bar Kochba rise up. I see that it's B. Now, for people that would uh, like to uh, look that up, it's B A R K O C H B A. Yeah, and it's and spelled different. And that was the yeah. Jewish revolt against Rome in uh, 135 AD. That's also yeah, on the Zola Levitt article here. Yes, it was between 132 to 135 A.D. when this revolt happened, and they actually took back Jerusalem. Um, uh, he, they also took back Judea. So it was a really huge thing, and uh, one of the leading priests thought he was the Messiah. There is a debate, even at that time, in history, when you look back into the archaeological evidence, whether or not the temple, the third Ezekiel temple, was rebuilt on the Temple Mount, because part of uh, 
the uh, temple is going to supposedly, according to the Jews, be built by the coming Messiah, the third temple of Ezekiel that is spoken yeah. of. So it has to, for him to claim it, it has to, he had to do something about the temple. Uh, but um, the reason there's a confusion about it is because there's these coins that are stamped that say, um, <clears throat> that say that he one year one of the redemption of Israel and it has a temple on there which they say is the temple on is on the mount and say it's the temple of Ezekiel. But that is really not what it is. What it is it is a temple. There was a temple built on the Temple Mount but it was not the Ezekiel temple. And uh, what had happened is when he rose up, Rome tried to snuff out this revolution. Uh, what prompted the revolt? Well, the Roman Emperor Hadrian, H-A-D-R-I-A-N, provoked Jewish sub- subjects by erecting a temple of Jupiter, precisely where the temple... Oh, been so where the old Jewish temple, because we know, according to Scripture, the temple was destroyed in mm-hmm. 70 A.D., as Jesus prophesied it would be. And, and you know so, what... Yeah, you yeah. know why all the stones were taken all apart? All the stones what? were taken apart bit by bit to fulfill the prophecy because uh, they threw fire. They lit it on fire. Actually, the Roman emperor at the time wanted to keep the temple, but one of the soldiers started it on fire. All oh. the gold in the temple melted and oh. melted in between the stones. And they were so wanting to get the the gold of the temple that they tore the whole walls apart. Each block they tore apart to get the gold. Oh, is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. Oh, I wondered how it got destroyed. Yes. So, and and uh, they wanted to actually make it a temple of Jupiter, but then and. They had to get the gold, so they destroyed the whole thing. They just the other um, accounts claim Jews were enraged by Hadrian's decision to rename Jerusalem after himself and rebuild it as an entirely pagan city. <laughs> yeah, oh, and then the others, still others argue that Hadrian had banned circumcision and and the Talmud uh, for its part, you know, and and de- denied religious freedom. So it re- started this revolt. Well, when Hadrian crushed the revolt, killed the priest who, uh, you know, tor- uh, killed him right in Jerusalem, uh, the, the Romans plowed Jerusalem with a yoke of oxen. The Jews were sold into slavery and many were transported to Egypt. And Judean settlements were not rebuilt and Jerusalem was turned into a pagan city called Elia or Capitolina. Um, they, Hadrian changed the country's name from Judea to Syria, Palestinia, in order to eradicate permanently the memory of Jewish independence. The new name was taken from the Greek translation of Pleshet, the land of the Philistines. Yeah. They named, it was Hadrian who named the whole area Palestine. And for in order to take away the remembrance of Jew, the Jewish existence there in that town, that area. Yeah. And then the Jews were only permitted to enter the city on the 9th of Av to mourn their losses in the revolt, and they still do this to this day. Oh. At the, at the Wailing Wall. And oh. when they were, Yeah, when they came back into the city and was, became a state, they... He got to the Temple Mount, ran up the Temple Mount, through the Temple Mount, and to the Welling Mount where they used to be because they didn't feel worthy enough to be on top on the Temple Mount. Um, but they got the city, and, and then they had to hand over uh, the Temple Mount back to uh, Jordan as a goodwill favor. So that's how, how the Temple Mount remained in the hands of of um, those in the area. It was Jordan, and Jordan still has control of the Temple of Mount. Of the Temple Mount. Yes. Oh. So 
distorted. But what happened before? I'm kind of putting two things together because what happened when they became a state uh, in 1948, the Jordan actually, with Egypt and Syria, attacked them the next day that they they declared their statehood, and they took over East. Yeah, they took over. Uh, the East Jerusalem, the West Bank, and all that. And then in 1967, when they conquered it back, they got it back. So they occupied. They occupied the West Bank and Jerusalem and all those for all those years from 1948 until 1967 when Israel got it back. And that is when they had to hand over Jordan back, I mean uh, Temple Mount back to Jordan. And it was a it was a general who did this, who handed the Temple Mount back because he wanted to do a favor to them, and he was secular. He didn't really care about what God said about Israel. It, the Israeli people were extremely upset when well, they, did that they were. Yeah, so that's why the Temple Mount is still in Jordan's hands. So, yeah, and so. The Palestinians were actually anyone who was living in the land from the time of 135 A.D. until now, but they there was very few of them. All the Jews left because it, uh, not all of them, a lot of them left because of all the harsh edicts that were put upon the Jews. So they scattered and left to other countries at that time. Yeah. So they're a ban- you know they're banned from stu- uh, study of the Torah. They're banned from celebrating Hanukkah. That reminded uh, the Jews of the rededication of the temple, um, and and uh, they have prohibited them eating matzah for the Passover, which reminded the Jews of their freedom from Egyptian bondage. Yeah. Uh, so they did all this on purpose, and um, <clears throat> so. Let me say uh, what I believe is that the reason the uh, Jews are hated the way they're hated is because of Jesus uh, being born uh, of a Jewish mother. Of course, we know God doesn't have a mother uh, because Jesus is not a created person. He never laid down his divinity as as far as Mary did bring Jesus forth and... uh, he he she mothered him but of course god doesn't have a mother but i believe that uh, that is the reason that the jews are hated the devil hates the jewish people because of jesus christ uh he followed the jewish traditions when he walked the earth and uh so that's the reason uh the nation of israel is so hated and, of course, and we know there, there will be a new Jerusalem, too. Yeah, they've been hated for a long time, and, and it's been a war between uh, the battle, of, you know, the spiritual war between Satan yeah. and, and himself, who through through the Israeli people came the Messiah. And that's yeah. why there is all the restrictions on the foods and things that they couldn't eat because of uh, protection for them from disease and from uh, wiping out the uh, people of Israel. God was yeah. very specific to protect them from a lot of things that the na- other nations around them um, experienced um, because of either what they ate or what they did. So uh, God put these restrictions in order to save the country for the time of the Messiah. And yeah, well, they're good, very good uh, restrictions. Uh, for instance, uh, I like kosher meat because the Jews drain the blood out before <laughs> before they sell it to you. And if you notice, if you get meat that's not kosher, it's got a lot of blood in it. And... Uh, I always find that interesting. It's hard to find a kosher butcher. But but um, also, uh, I wanted to recommend to the listeners, I like Jack Chick. Uh, I think you'll find some very interesting information on his website, uh, Jack Chick, and that's C-H-I-C-K. He has some uh, very good information about the conflict uh, between Mohammed uh, with the, actually it was with the Catholic Church, I can be traced back I think with the, also we, we they know uh we know that the Catholics believe in uh what they call Our Lady of Fatima and we know that Fatima 
was, I think, a daughter of Muhammad, and how that's linked back to actually the Crusades and um, how the Catholic Church even, I don't know if they do now, I, I can't remember, but I know for many years they refused to recognize the nation of Israel and at Jerusalem as its capital. Yeah, a lot of nations did. Um, <clears throat> a lot of nations did, but um, the, what happened with the, you know, the, what's happening now with the Palestinians wanting to get their country is kind of ironic because when the Jewish state became a nation, there was it was already divided into two. One was for the Palestinian people, and one was for the Jewish state. Palestine included where Jordan is now. Uh, located, and all of Palestine was that huge, you know, area, not just the the west side of the Jordan, it was the east side of the Jordan as well, and so what uh, Britain did is they divided it in half and giving giving uh, Jordan, which they called Transjordan at the time, 75% of the land, uh, and oh. if you look at them, yeah, if you look at the map, um, Going down the Jordan River, on the on the east side, it almost looks like an axe. Kind of interesting, you know, and how it's shaped. Uh, uh-huh. But it's they've got seventy five percent, just about seventy five percent of the land, and the Jewish state that was set up at that time only was a twenty three percent of of what was the whole of Palestine, and that was given specifically to the Jewish nation to establish their homeland. So and that, and that's when Jordan said, you know, they didn't like the idea, and that the day after that, they went and um, said, I'm going to make um, that land mine, and so that's when they took the West Bank. They did that illegally, and they did it uh, without the support of all the nations around them. So um, so what we're seeing right now is they're trying to to take this land which was never theirs. And yeah. you know, it was never given to them in in the agreements. Yeah. And, and not only Israel and Transjordan were marked out for um, countries, there was a lot of Islamic countries at the same time that were given their own independence, uh, independent um, uh, history. Or, you know, they're given their independence under the um, European uh what do you call it? Uh, what what is it? Where they settled the lands? I went blank on the word. But they all there's all North Africa. All those countries were divided up after the Ottoman Empire, and there's a lot of them that were given their independence at the same time that Ju- Israel was given their independence. So you'd have to, uh, you know, negate every country that was given that independence, and most of them were Islamic countries so so the whole issue right now is something extremely um interesting because we're having prophecy being fulfilled right now because the palestinians are not really uh pal you know just arab people the palestinians are of 29 different countries who have come into the land because israel gave them jobs and gave them economic success and all these people are coming into the land and now those very people are saying that this is mine it is jordan that is behind all of it sounds difficult though doesn't it it's like okay you you can give and give and give and be good to people and then they want more i mean unsaved people the unsaved person has a selfish nature so it doesn't matter how much you give them they just want more so uh, uh, that's the fallen nature of man though isn't it but Brenda who actually built that temple there and when was it built do you know in Jerusalem well the the temple of the Dome of the Rocks yeah, the Dome of the Rock, yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting because if you look at archaeological evidence of the Temple of Jupiter, they have an octagonal court. Uh, the building that you see that is the Dome of the Rock is actually the leftover court of the Temple of 
Jupiter that was placed on the Temple Mount during the time of Hadrian. It's an octagonal shape, and what they did is they actually, when when Islam came into the area in 600 AD and took over the area, they um, they made it their own, and they just left that octagonal shape there and uh-huh. made it. But it's they say that it's the third uh, uh, third most highest. Um, uh, building or uh, uh, temple for for Islam, uh, but Islam has never seen Jerusalem or the mosque as something that special. It was only in these last days that they are claiming it to be special. And the reason for that is because of Muhammad's dream that he had. He dreamt, and some think this is real, and some say it's a dream. But yeah. he he went on this horse to Jerusalem and then uh, left Jerusalem, like ascended to heaven on this horse with wings uh, from the Temple Mount. And that that the the coming Mahdi is actually going to try to set up his kingdom there in Jerusalem. So oh. um, yes, of the Islamic kingdom. Uh, the the Mahdi, which is the Messiah of the the Islam, he is going to come. The prophecy in the Hadith, so the Quran, it, it's not in the Quran, it's in the Hadith, say that um, when the Mahdi comes, he will set up his reign for seven to nine years, and half of that reign, he will go to the Temple Mount and set up his a spiritual kingdom there and reign from there. They also have a plan for the Vatican. This is going to be new. Oh, this <laughs> is good. A, I like this part. <laughs> There's a very they, definite connection between the Vatican and Islam. No, you know what? They're going to destroy the Vatican. They're going to attack it militarily and and wipe it out. That's what oh. their their prophecies say. That oh, once they do say that? Yes. That really? Once now, the, where is that in case if somebody wants to look that up? I don't somewhere. know the exact hadith. I don't know the exact hadith. Oh, so it's I, in their, uh, what, what is the name of that book, hadith? The hadith is the traditions of, of, of Muhammad. How do you they spell are, that? H-A-D-I-T-H-S, and it's a compilation of... Yes. Okay. It's a compilation compilation of different um, traditions of Muhammad that people heard him say or talk about. Uh-huh. And uh, but I encourage people who are listening to go straight to their websites. Um, one website I don't know the exact um, uh, you know www thing, but it's called the 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 just um, man uh, just man of humanity. Uh, just ruler of humanity is what it's called. The just ruler of humanity, the Al Mahdi, and it and it's actually a um, I don't know how long it is. Maybe it's different sections about who the Mahdi is, and it tells you exactly what their prophecies are and who's who believes what. The Sunnis believe it, and the Shiites, which are two different sects. And, of the group and and they use, they they fight with each other all the time but but um they do agree on the Mahdi in several places they think that um the the Vatican they misunderstand Christianity to be the Vatican yeah <laughs> yeah they understand a lot of people do right that they call themselves so what, Christians but not everybody that calls himself a Christian is a Christian so well, the, so they have this they have this misunderstanding, so they are going to actually attack the Vatican Rome and militarily make it um submissive to Islam and once they have victory over them they they call it an Allah war on the Christian faith because they've got the mother of all harlots of Christianity yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting that uh I saw a picture uh, yesterday, uh, this king of Bhutan. Uh, it looks like kind of an Elvis Presley kind of uh, 
nice-looking, uh, about a 30-year-old king, got married. And the Buddhist monks were dressed. They looked like Catholic bishops and cardinals. They had those mitres on. And I thought, now, this whole thing is so intertwined because they also pray on prayer beads that look like rosaries. And so you could see where this whole thing comes from, this whole uh, religious system, this Antichrist system. But it's interesting that they fought a war. I mean, the Crusades were fought by uh, the Catholic Church to uh, liberate the Holy Land way back. They were killing people. Of course, real Christians, we don't kill people to get what we want. Right. Um, The things that are happening today in Palestine are actually um, out of uh, an old historic... I mean, it's the Bible. The prophecies that are happening today in Palestine is actually um, Jordan is the the culprit in Scripture. Ezekiel 35 promises judgment on Mount Seir. Mount Seir is in the south of Jordan. Jordan will be punished. So Jordan is, who is the king? Is it Hussein, the younger guy? Yeah, I'm not sure who the king is. I'm not sure who the king is right now, but it was Hussein was King Hussein was when uh, in power when uh, Israel was made a state. So, and they understood actually at that point they understood Israel back in the land was part of prophecy. But since the the senior king has oh, it's died, Abdullah, Abdullah is the yeah. king of Jordan. Now that's interesting because you wouldn't think. Uh, he's very in the background, this king. You don't really see much of him or hear much about Jordan. Right. And that's why I think that that is actually um, the strategy of the enemy. The enemy, you won't hear the the one who's pulling the strings. Who's the real enemy? It. Because he looks, he's, he's, not, he's a very attractive younger man. Uh, he has a, a beautiful wife. And there's seem to be friendly with all the nations, a peaceful nation, especially friendly with the United States. So that's interesting. I've never heard that before about Jordan. Well, Jordan is actually in in prophecy, and it is the old hatred between um, Esau and Isaac. Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) That's that's the root of it, isn't it? One that of the is roots of it is the old hatred. <laughs> and those are the Palestinians today. Those are the ones that are fighting for their the land. It is in scripture is uh Edom. Um Ezekiel okay. twenty five talks about that. Joel okay. one six talks about okay. or thirty five, I mean. Sorry, thirty five speaks of uh of that my the Edomites. I, the Edomites. There are the Edomites. Jordan is the Edomites. So it's not necessarily the king himself, but it's the whole entire history of that country and what they're predicted to do. Um, okay, so that uh, they actually are planning that, I would say. I, I would think that they're well, planning Well, they're asking that. for it right now. They're, they're doing it right now. They're saying, they're saying that um, they're, in Ezekiel 36.5 it says, Appointing my land into their possession. Yeah, they're yeah. Asking, yes. Uh, they're the ones morning, that yeah. are doing that. Not only are they at, they're saying they want it for their own possession, they're also saying that they demand it as their inheritance, which is another prophecy that yeah. is being fulfilled today. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and this is, this is the, the root of the conflict today. And uh, Jordan's taking the land by possession. Jordan is responsible for Israel's grief and the international pressure upon her to part the land. In Amos 1.3, it says, Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of the children of Ammon, which is Jordan. And actually, Ammon is their capital. Ammon, yes. Ammon. That is their capital. Right. They want to make Jerusalem, their capital. They've been saying that for years, but they haven't done it because they don't really care about Jerusalem that much. They just care about the land. So 
says, Amon, and for, and for four I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because they have ripped up the women with the child of Gilead, and they might that they might enlarge their borders. Yeah. That's Amos 113. They're trying to enlarge the borders today. That's what they want, the Palestinian state. Yeah. Those who are familiar with um, Arafat, <laughs> he wasn't even a Palestinian. He was an Egyptian. Um, oh. He was, yes, he was an Egyptian-born revolutionary trained in the former Soviet Union and sent oh. from the Soviets with their blessing to take advantage of the vacuum in the territories and to destabilize the Jewish state. That's what, because the West Bank was really never said who's going to get what, other than Israel was given these borders, and yet it was, they say right now it's supposed to be disputed territory, not Jordan's territory or the Palestinian territory, which is Jordan, which is all the Arabs uh, that are fighting for this area. Now, the why Pal uh, would the Russians be interested? Is it because of the uh, the large, I believe, large, I believe there's oil and gold and there's things that haven't even yet been discovered there? Well, there was or no gold. I mean, no oil in Israel until about 10 years ago. Guess where they found oil? They found oil in Armageddon. <laughs> oh. You see? Oil has been found in the land of Armageddon. Oh. And, yes, but there, since this time, for years and years, Israel was said to have no oil. But that territory has been just, and it's not been um, refined or nothing, nothing has been done with it yet, um, but it is there. It has been found there. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sure uh, it's there. It, it was part of... Uh, uh, really, uh, God, when he when he does something like when he destroyed the earth with a flood, uh, he gave he he always takes something and makes something good out of it. So he gave us fossil fuel, and uh, I believe there's oil everywhere to be found because there's fossils everywhere. So it's just a matter of finding it and getting it. We'll never run out of oil, and uh, I believe that. That's that'll be one of the the reasons when it really becomes more uh, public knowledge because most people don't really hear about oil being in Israel. But I think as they discover it more and more, then that'll be one of the main reasons why they'll even go after that land more aggressively. Well, and, and Russia is predicted, or at least the southern part of Russia is predicted to actually uh, be assigned or or united with Iran and the surrounding nations that will come against Israel in Ezekiel 37 and 38. There's a group of nations that are all Islamic. Now, I know a lot of people believe that Rome is probably going to rise in the end times because of the old Roman Empire. I personally believe, after all my studies, that the old Roman Empire that's probably going to rise again is the Byzantine Empire, the Byzantine side of the empire. The reason I think this is because when you look in history and you look at all the empires that have ruled the earth um, in the time of Daniel, and the the the, stone, the statue that was standing were empires that were to rule. They all ruled in the same area: uh, the Syrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the um, Ottoman Empire. All of these, uh, the Persian Empire. All of them, if you look at it on a map, they're all in the that same general area, and. Um, Rome, the Roman Empire goes a little further west. Um, so, but the, the but the Byzantine Empire is part of that old uh, territory, and that is all Islamic. All of that today is Islamic, all the way on the edge of what used to be even the Roman Empire of the northern Africa, is all Islamic. So um, <clears throat> that is actually. 
you know, what I am seeing today as far as that is concerned. And Russia is supposed to come down. Now, I don't know if you've heard this, and I've only heard this once, but a couple of weeks ago I heard that Russia was trying to unite the old USSR countries, trying to oh, unite it again. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. And that There's is a Uzbekistan. question in the chat room uh, uh, from Ed, and he wants to know, has anyone, the lineage of the Palestinians, anyone considered Zechariah 9, 5 through 10? Are you familiar with that? Can you read it? Is, did he put it up? Or should yeah, I look put it up? up uh, what has been said regarding the genetic lineage of the Palestinians? Anyone considered Zechariah? Nine, five through ten. Let's look it up. Because yeah. I'm, you know, I I went to Bible college and I'm a strength in, in evangelism, but you know, I got a C in evangelism class because memorization of scripture is not my really strength. <laughs> so well, it, it gets it gets, it gets yeah. harder. <laughs> uh, you know, to memorize things and to remember. But, of course, it, the more time you spend studying the Word, it's amazing how it'll come, it comes back up. But uh, right. we're, going to, we're going to find Sharon that out for you. We're going to find that out for you, Ed. Thank you for your comment. Exactly. Zechariah yeah, exactly. 9, 5 through 10. Oh, 5 through 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ashkelon. Um, it, it says this, Ascalon will see it in fear. Gaza will rise with agony and Akron too, for her hope will wither. Gaza will lose her king and Ascalon will be deserted. Foreigners will occupy Ashdod and will cut off the pride of the Philistines. I will take the blood from the mouth of the forbidden food from between their teeth. Those who are left will belong to our God and become leaders in Judah. And Ekron will be the Jebusites. Um, let's see. I will defend my house against marauding forces. It's kind of interesting the scripture because it mentions the Philistines and the Jebusites. Yeah. The Philistines are actually the leftovers from from uh, the Jebusites were the same as the Canaanites. Yeah. Um, the Je- Je- Jebusites um, were wiped out, but Later on, the Canaanites were kind of from that line, that lineage. The Philistines are actually the ones who were in Gaza, and um, <clears throat> those are the ones that have been here, um, irritating. Well, yeah, we hear three. a lot about the Gaza Strip. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and they, excuse me, and they are they are um, in Gaza right now, but um, these are not the heritage that is actually at war right now. All of the Arab Arabic people <laughs> are the sons of Abraham. Right. We are having this duel between the sons of Abraham yeah. as far as who is the son of the promise. Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah. what it all goes all, back to. If you if you ever want to uh um really make a um a Muslim angry tell them that Abraham is <laughs> is the father of of, uh, of both uh, Isaac and Ishmael well they uh, believe that they don't they don't have a problem with it they just think that Ishmael is the son of the promise yeah well that's not, <laughs> not they think that we're, we're all you know we have uh, distorted the scriptures yeah I know oh they, they get very angry I had a, I had a discussion once with someone a man, uh, a Muslim, about that. Oh, oh, he was very angry when I brought up that fact. Ooh. Well, you could see why they get so angry over it, why they want to uh, go to war with you over their beliefs. But like I said before, real Christians, we don't have to go in and fight with uh, guns and swords and uh, weapons uh, to tell people about Jesus. So any kind of religion where they have to use violence to uh, get their point across. I mean, it's, it's not of God, not at all. And even, it, it always frustrates me, too, when uh, people associate the Crusades with Christianity, 
when true Bible-believing Christians would never go and kill people to take their take a land away from them. It, none of that has anything to do with Christianity. And uh, Jesus Christ preached the gospel of love. Uh, and so, well, and I can tell you, yeah, yeah, and I can tell you that what's going on today is not actually uh, between what used to be the Jebusites and the Hittites and Gergesites. I did a, I did my last uh, last week or yesterday did a show on this whole entire section of who is the owner of Jerusalem, who is the one who founded the city and and Islam today is saying that it was they were the descendants the Palestinians are the descendants of the Jebusites, the Girgashites the Hittites and all of them who had, had stayed in the land that they were the ones that founded Jerusalem well as you do a series of studies on that I can't find a lot of historical documents on it because there isn't really any documents on it there are some documents of um, the Egyptian um, documentation of that Jerusalem did exist with a certain name, uh, Jezub, or Jezub or something like that, and that Jerusalem had possibly the name of the God of the people in the land at that time, which were these people. But the Bible is the one that tells you more history about these people or more, yeah. you know, that they existed than anything else that is recorded. Yeah, and true. and it was God in, in Ezekiel 16, the whole chapter, he uh, does an, an analogy or an allegory, I should say, on Jerusalem and how he was the one who made a covenant with Jerusalem, found her when she was, when she was struggling and lying in her own blood and took over her and made her what she is today and claimed her as his own. So it was God himself, the God of the scriptures, who claims Jerusalem. When David went into the city, um, 1996, they celebrated like, or was it 93, one of those years that uh, Israel celebrated 3,000 years. Well, there's a dispute. The Islam is saying, well, Jerusalem has been around here for 5,000 years. We're the owners of Jerusalem. We're the ones that were here. But 3,000 years was the time when David went into the city and made it the, and conquered the city and made it the united capital of Israel from that point. Now, my thing yesterday that I talked about was the fact that when Abraham left the land of Ur of the Chaldeans and stood on Mount Seir, on the west bank, that's where he was standing. God said, "Look to the right and to the and look to the north and to the south and the east and the west. All of this land I give unto you, uh, where your feet will be." And that was west of the Jordan River in that section that he saw. Lot went on the other side of the river where Sodom and Gomorrah was. There was no no nations in the land at that time when Abraham stood on that land. Then the people of Israel went to Egypt for 400 years. God developed and made the the nation of Israel within the bounds of Egypt, and then they went and conquered the lands. And that's when the Jebusites and the Girgashites and the Hittites all had come to the land, and they were the worshipers of Molech. They were the worshipers of the Babylonian gods, and they were very, very evil in the eyes of God. Uh, especially the Jebusites who had sent their children to uh, uh, the gods, uh, you know, human sacrifices. That's what was happening at that time. Because in Ezekiel 16, it talks about your mother was a Hittite and your father was a, um, I don't know which way it goes, Amorite or whatever. He names these people. And I found you when you were... Were you when you were in? You know, I found you when you were just an infant, and you were lying in your own blood, and I I cleaned you up, and I and I made you what you were, and now you are just like them because at the time when the first temple was destroyed, the priests were sacrificing to the god of Moloch, which is Baal, inside yeah. the temple. 
they were sacrificing to all the gods of Babylon inside the temple. And they were very evil. They were sacrificing their children. They were doing the same things as the people who were in the land before. As we see today. We see that today. People sacrificing their children. So that's where, and, and I think that's probably what the the person on the chat was trying to ask, is uh, because they are claiming that we had the land before Israel ever was existed as a nation, before David came and conquered the city. These people, the Hittites, Girgashites, Jebusites, all conquered the people in the land. They oppressed the people of the land that were there, and made them do horrible things. Um, and so they were to, they were like the Ninevites and the and um all you know the Assyrians. Every nation has had a history of conquering a land and it becomes theirs. Yeah. So when David took over Jerusalem <laughs> so do we. it became their land. <laughs> so do we <laughs> So do we really in a sense, because when you think of this country was founded and came in and conquered the land from the natives. <laughs> Right, and if we don't say, well, you know, the natives are now the nation, nation, and we need to give it back to them, even yeah, though well, there that are would be the same people thing. who are saying if they, that. If they decide, well, this this country, which it really, you know, does belong to the Indians, to the Native Americans, it would be the same thing. They said, okay, now we have to do away with this whole government here, and we have to hand this thing over to uh, the tribal to people the, and have their tribes back. But you know what? Even the tribes of the Indian tribes. They never claimed the land as their own <laughs> because they said it was the the spirits. The spirits owned the land, so nobody yeah. owned the land. Well, so they, was, well, of course. I mean, we know that. I mean, it, 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 everything belongs to God. So, right. uh, the, I, of course, I would like to do that. That would make some interesting programs just to do this whole history of the Native American right. people in the yeah. Americas. I would love to do that. I don't know that much about it, but that's something I want to do in the future. But anyway, we just have about three minutes left, so. I wanted uh, to ask you to just pray for the peace of Jerusalem and pray that whoever is listening today and will listen in the future will come to know the true God of peace, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Lord, you see in your word that you want peace within the walls of Jerusalem. You say in your word that you have made Jerusalem a hub of your presence. Of your, where you put your name there, and I ask you, Lord, to bring peace to this area. We know, Lord, that when there's sin and suffering and death, that, that peace is only limited as far as you are concerned, and where you are, there is peace. But, as, but Lord, we know a day is coming that you will establish the house of David and his reign for eternity in, through Jesus Christ who will come again and set up his kingdom. Lord, I pray for uh, your wisdom to be given to the people of the land and that Israel will be given wisdom, that they will put their trust in you, that those who are secular, those who are are looking to their, their um, machines of war or looking to the nations for their security, looking for peace plans that will offer them peace, that they... Lord, will turn to you and only to you because it is in you that that a secure peace will come. Lord, I pray, too, that those who are listening to this program that um, may have been hearing some things they haven't heard before, I pray that you'll give a curiosity to, these, to, to all of us to seek out uh, what you're saying in this day and this time and that what our role should be uh, during these days. Lord, I know that uh, it is not by accident that each and every one of us are here today to see the fulfillment of of your prophecies. And you said in these days that you will give us wisdom, that you will help us to see the things that are coming upon the earth, that we may bring many into uh, salvation. And so, Lord, I pray that those who are listening will see what kind of God you are and who you are, and that they will want to come to you for salvation and that it is through Jesus and only through Jesus the Messiah that we gain salvation. We thank you, Lord, for that opportunity to know you and to come into the Holy of Holies 
through the blood of Jesus. And I thank you for uh, wanting to have a relationship with each and every one of us in an in a personal level and a, and a personal individual as far and as well as a group. And I just pray that you'll unite those who seek after you together, that we will become an informable force upon the earth in this day and this time. And in the name of Jesus, the Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray, amen. Amen. All right. Brenda, thank you so much. And everybody, please uh, tune in to Brenda's program as the day approaches on Blog Talk Radio. She's got some great programs on this topic also. So yeah, my, and back next again week, next week. Pardon? And next week on my show, I'm going to focus on uh, the war that is going to be coming to Jerusalem uh, as far as uh, between the settling of, of Palestine and Israel. And I will be talking about why they're going after Jerusalem, why Islam, and why uh, uh, Jerusalem will never give up, uh, Israel will never give up Jerusalem again. And Amen. so that's, yeah. So join me too next Friday. But. Yeah, don't forget to uh, tune in because uh, Brenda, she's one of my favorite guests. I always learn so much when I talk to her. Uh, she's, she really spends her time doing her homework, and I appreciate it because it blesses me now. I've learned so many new things today. and uh, So don't forget her program, Blog Talk Radio, as the day approaches, and that's on uh, live on Friday at one time. Uh, 11 to 1, uh, and that is standard time. Okay, and it's also archived. Her programs are archived, so you can go in and listen to all her broadcasts. Uh, they're there. And uh, do you have a website, too? AsTheDayApproaches.com. I'm kind of okay. behind it, getting that up and going. So I'm, I think, I'm thinking I may revamp it. So if, you, yeah. if people go there, um, uh yeah, I it's it's got some of my shows there, but it's still uh, hopefully um, in a work in progress channel because I think you'd get a lot of hits on YouTube with with this information because it's really yes. I asked Phil about uh, some kind of program I can go on, you know, visual, so I can show all the stuff. Well, you need to go on YouTube because that's the way. I I I get so I've had over four hundred thousand visits uh, uh, views of my YouTube videos. So, well, yeah, uh, and that's, that's in less than a year. <laughs> yeah. So you can get, and uh, with these kind of topics and this information that you have, you you need to really get it out there uh, because it's so informative. You know, somebody that really uh, studies to show themselves approved like you do, and uh, people can really learn so much because it would take it would take all of us hours and hours of study to listen to you for one hour. And uh, we can yeah. we learn so much, you know. So I want to thank you so much, Brenda. It's always a joy thank to have you. you. Okay. Thank you. We'll talk again, okay. all right? Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today and for being a part of this broadcast. Remember, Jesus Christ is Lord. He's the Savior and the Redeemer. We do not fear what man can do to us. We don't fear the things that are coming upon the earth. And we say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you all. I'm going to a city that's set on the hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there.
shall be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. I'm going to a city, it lies four square. The gates are made of jasper and I'll see Jesus there. I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. And someday I'll be in heaven. There'll be no sorrow there. 